Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, why do you now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Monday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for The McFarlane Show here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you. We are The McFarlane's, and we are live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Yes, we are. On this gorgeous Monday afternoon. David yes, Keene is. is alongside, decked out in his orange for the ride for the next two hours. First hour wide open, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We'll head east where they're an hour ahead of us and check in with Vince Ferrara at 3 o'clock. Their bowl matchup has been uh, announced, and he is going to be very excited about that. Yes, he is. So we will Congratulations get into, to him. We will get into all of that with him. It is the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day. And uh, it's down in Vinny's parts where he, you know, he went to school and his family is. So yeah. he's excited. He made no bones about it. He wanted Tennessee. And who doesn't want to be in Florida? Absolutely. In January. Absolutely. On January 1, right? I mean, I do. Sounds good. Sure. I mean, we could do the show there. We'd do it. Sounds hey. Hello. Get that worked out. Sounds fantastic. So a lot went on over the weekend. Hope um few things. Yeah, we got a lot to get into. Do we want to play this first part here because of the announcement, or do we just want to delve in head first um with Mike Vrabel? Well, let's, let's because he says something right at the beginning. Well, that is obviously we, the big news. We, we need to say it because we don't have the very top of it here, if that's what you're referring to. We don't have that. We've got, you know, because as usual, it's it's clipped. Um, oh. So, sorry, we don't have oh. the very first statement from okay. Coach Vrabel. Well, let's sorry. just start with the big news. We didn't discuss that. Uh, the big news is Mike Vrabel has moved on from his special teams coordinator coach, Craig Ackerman. Craig Ackerman has been fired, and uh, they will promote within. Yesterday was a special teams disaster. We all know that. Um, 
I think it's pretty safe to say it costs them the game. And so he has moved on. The game, we we hope it doesn't cost them the career of, a, of a, what looks to be a very special player in, in Ryan Stonehouse. Uh, we we yeah. hope it's just a game. Now that's 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 the best situation. Well, it's probably cost him a season. Yes, the rest we, of the season, the rest of this one. But let's hope he's able to make a full recovery and get back to his uh, his normal form. Because uh, what we saw was something that was pretty special uh, that was starting to happen here. Because he is done for the season, Ryan Stonehouse, their kicker, and he is, I guess, going to have surgery. And uh, his season is over. So, um, you know, I can't say, well, I, I'm a bit surprised because of, you know, Mike Vrabel typically doesn't do this with no. his coaching staff. He does no. not fire, you know, in midseason. I think I, I've made it abundantly clear on the show that I think it is one of his greatest weaknesses is his staff. And I hate to be like that because it's, you know, those people are human beings and they have lives and families and I'm not wishing for anyone, but I'm just trying to be honest. We're doing a sports talk radio show. Okay. And sometimes it's about saying things that, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable with and, and I get it. Sometimes we're uncomfortable with it, but it's my, my honest assessment. I've said it. I, I think it has been one of his greatest weaknesses since he's been the head coach. I don't believe he has particularly hired a great staff. Uh, I think he hires a lot of yes men. I think he's hired a lot of guys that fall in line and do what Mike Vrabel wants him to do. Sometimes a head coach needs to be pushed by his coaches, and you don't need yes men, okay? And I, I, I don't look. I don't think this is all on Craig Ackerman. I don't. No, no. But look, when you in the when in the NFL you have a day like that, even if. Your head coach is typically not moved on from a coach in season. It was going to be very, very hard to not do what he did because this press conference today would have just been full of Craig Ackerman and special teams questions. But he wanted to clearly, you know, cut that off at the the head right at the beginning and say it. And he's going to get a couple of questions and then move on because if he didn't, I think the whole thing would have been dominated by special teams questions, probably, in my opinion. Probably so, and and rightfully so, uh, considering what happened. As most people I've heard talk about that say that they don't recall this happening on any level of football, not just in the NFL, before someone to have back-to-back punts blocked in the NFL is almost unheard of. And for, you know, the... <laughs> For the fifth round rookie, I understand the the tight end. Oh, uh, help me out here. Chico Quaco? No, 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 no. From oh, Cincinnati. Oh, Wiley. Wiley. He was the one that was caught out there. Apparently, yeah. Uh, involved with this, and are you are we blaming Ackerman for putting him in the position twice? Are we blaming Ackerman for not giving him enough coaching? Are we blaming Wiley at all? For any of this. I think he has to, yes. But we all know how this works. Yeah. You know, do co- do players get fired? Yeah, they get released. Yeah. Or waived. And this is the fifth round rookie. Yeah. And so does that happen? Sure. Yeah. Players are held accountable. They are. But we also know that coaches are held accountable and it's a little bit of all of this. But 
I, I would also say that this is not the first time. Have they ever had it to this proportion? No. no I no, mean, no. No, no, no. no. Okay, we, we all know that, right? Like, that's that's the obvious. We know they have not had a special teams disaster of a day like yesterday. Yeah. Have they had uh, bad special teams throughout this season, last season, and in the past? Yeah, they have. They have. So this is just the culmination of a lot of things. And, you know, as everything in life, it had its breaking point. And obviously the dam broke yesterday and it was just really no escaping. And even if Mike Rabel doesn't do that, he really, I, I don't want to say he didn't have a choice because he did, but he yes, really he did. didn't. You know what I mean? He really well, did, but he did. If they win the game, do they make this move? If they Probably get a, not. If they get a stop on third down somewhere, which they never even got to third down in the overtime, but that's a whole other conversation. But if they get a stop and get off the field in overtime and they win the game 28-25, do they fire Craig Ackerman? My guess is probably not. I don't think they do either. Yeah. I don't think they do either. I mean, but that's okay because we know losses. Yeah, sure. The, they do affect decisions yeah. being made. They intensify things. Well, they do. And does a win fix things? No, it wouldn't have fixed anything. It just would have been a win, right? Yeah. And we would have still been sitting here going, well, man, the, they beat the Colts by the hair better, on their chinny-chin-chin, yeah. but my gosh, special teams was a disaster. Yeah. It would have a different tone, but it wouldn't have changed anything. But I agree with you. I think, you know, or I think we agree that maybe if they would have won by a point, if that extra point well, <laughs> would have... Yeah. Would have happened if Ryan Tannehill. They win by a point. If Ryan Tannehill perhaps would have had a couple of more reps at Holder, um, in case something happened to Stonehouse. Is that coaching? I, I don't know. You know, that's a great question. Well, is it on Ryan Tannehill or is it up to the coaching staff? I would think. I would think it will be up to the coaching staff to demand that hey Ryan. You get together with the, with the snapper, and you guys go through the motion. You're the backup plan, and you guys need to do this about ten times a week, yeah, just to make sure. I mean, or however many times. I don't right. know what fill in the blank yes. times a week to make sure you guys are good. You know, so and listen again. I was at the game yesterday, and after the missed extra point, everybody's watching and seeing who's coming off the field. And lo and behold, I don't think people noticed Ryan Tannehill was out there until the mess. And people started looking around going, why is Ryan Tannehill out there? Oh, that's right, because the kicker. The punter is hurt. Is really hurt. The punter. The punter is hurt. Okay. And then I saw them. I saw Tannehill, the, the snapper, and folk all there having a powwow on the sideline about what went wrong and why. And I was just thinking to myself, well, this probably is a conversation that may, maybe should have happened before. But, you know, is that on Ackerman? The minute the Stonehouse gets hurt, does Ackerman go to Tannehill and say, you ready? You may want to get a couple of snaps in? That, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Well, I do think it is on coaching to be prepared for every scenario. And you have to be prepared for whoever is the backup snapper. You just do. Or, I mean, holder. Excuse me. Holder. Yeah. You have to be prepared for backup. The NFL, we know. I mean, sure. no one is safe. Sure. Like anybody can get hurt. We know that. Hmm. Kickers get hurt. The Texans had a what was it a running back a receiver right? Remember their kicker got hurt. Yeah. Fairburn got hurt. Yeah. And it was a running back or 
receiver or somebody, yeah, position player who kicked the game-winning field goal. Well, the, the most infamous case of this, of course, is the Tony Romo situation. Yes. Uh, where Tony against Romo. Seattle. Against in Seattle. In the playoffs. In the playoffs, where he was the holder when he wasn't supposed to be, if the memory serves. And, no, uh, I, yes. And, I was watching that game at Bridgestone Arena in the, whatever it was called back then, Jack Daniels Club, Patron yeah. Platinum Club, whatever sure. it was called back then. Sure. That's where I was watching that game. Yeah, after the Predators game had ended. Yeah, I'll never forget that game. And and missed a critical well because of the mishandled snap, which was a perfect. It was all on Tony Romo. Let's not kid her. It was all on yes. Tony Romo. The snap was perfect. He mishandled it, and when he mishandled it, it threw the timing of everything off, and and they lost the game because of it. So it, it is critical that that part of this is correct. It was not correct. Is that on Craig Ackerman? Uh, going back to this. I guess part of it is, but do they win if they if they can get it right and get one of those extra points and get that extra point yesterday, or if the defense steps up and makes the stop? Do does he still have a job? I think he does. You know, is that the way sports goes? Yeah, it is. So it's um, it, it is weird though for Vrabel. I'll say that it is unusual that he decided to make this move, and I'm wondering whether or not he was asked to make this move by somebody or if he did this on his own. Well, it's unusual to have back-to-back punts blocked. In the that NFL. is highly unusual. So to say it's unusual today, yeah. But also what took place yesterday is unusual in an NFL game. It is. It is. I mean, there was there was a lot of special teams breakdowns. A lot of, yeah. a lot of wackiness on special yeah. teams, yeah. right? Well, even, even think about on the other end. Yeah. The Colts' two-point conversion. Yeah. I mean, it, Ends up getting and returned. By the way, why was CBS putting – I was going – why are they putting that as a touchdown? That's not a touchdown. Because they probably have never seen it before. Because <laughs> they don't know. They literally put it up as a touchdown. Everybody's trying to. And I'm listen, like, that's again, not a touchdown. Everybody in the stands is yelling touchdown as well. And I'm like, no, no, I, I'm like 99% yeah, sure this is not I'm a touchdown. I'm with a group of people, and I'm like, that's not a touchdown. This is two it's points. It's a two-point conversion. And so that's two points. It's not a touchdown. And they're like, they look, they've put six on it. I was like, yeah, I got no, it. That's but, incorrect. That's incorrect. Yeah. Listen, it's such a weird... You know it's a weird game when at one point you're tied at 25. <laughs> this this well, is not... It's a weird game that the Titans were at 25. So you already know that's a weird game yeah, to begin with. But for the other team to be also be at 25, we're tied at 25 going to overtime. This yeah. is... I mean, I, I don't know, but I would venture to say... I don't know. But not I'm too many a, other NFL games have probably gone to overtime tied at 25. I would say very, very... Very few. You may have to go back to Red Grange days to in a hundred years. I don't even know. I mean, has it happened? I'm sure someone's Maybe, already looked this up, but but it's got to be a handful of times. You, in you may years. have to go back a little ways to find where this has happened. I I I've been saying it on this show again. I don't like to you know. I don't like. I'm not wishing people to lose their jobs. They're human beings. They've got families. They've got lives. But this is the one thing, if they're going to continue on with Mike Vrabel, look, this team is do, is doing exactly what I said many, many weeks ago. This looks like a 5-12 and 12 team. And it looks like they're on a collision course for 5-12. and 12. But you could also call in and say they may not win another game, and they may not. But I think they'll probably find one to win, and they'll finish like 5-12, and 12, what I've been saying. And, this, and that's what they are, Justin. That's what they are, really. Um, I, they, they are a 5-12 and 12 team, but... 
if they're going to keep, and I believe that they will, okay, there's been a lot of talk about Mike Vrabel's future. And look, the losses, you cannot deny it, are mounting. It's bad. Who it t- is really, ugly. really ugly bad. Now. It's ugly. What, what is this record? Like four and 16 in their last 20 games? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's bad. It's not good. So, you know, no matter what you think of him, that record is what it is. And they're going to continue to mount, you know, well, in the bad way. So I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't. Whether he tries to force his way out, I don't know. I I, I don't think that's going to happen either. Doesn't sound like but him. But someone, to your to your point, was he asked? I don't think so. I, I don't believe so. I would hope that he doesn't need to be asked. But I don't know that because I don't trust. <laughs> yeah. Because I've said that's his weakness, yes, right? I've yeah. said that is one of his biggest weaknesses is his staff. And he he has hung on to guys way too long. And I get it. Coaches are loyal, but they're also loyal to a fault. And that is not a compliment. It's not. I I love loyal people too. I, I try to be loyal. But there has to be a line for everything, especially when you know what you've signed up for. There just has to be. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. And some coaches, they refuse, and they go down with the ship, right? It's Titanic. He's just going to hold on to the wheel, and he's going to the bottom of the ocean with the ship. That's it. I'm the captain, and I'm going down with this thing. Okay, that's your choice. But you also know when you're a head coach and you're a CEO of your staff that times, especially in the NFL, but really in college too. Look, college isn't much different anymore now either, right? Like it's pretty damn close to the pros these days with the money that's being yeah. tossed around. Yeah, That when things aren't good, man, and the, the eyeballs that are on your product and the people that talk about your product, you just can't sit on your hands and do nothing. And you have to address things and you have to make uncomfortable decisions. I hope he isn't told this. I think he needs to make more uncomfortable decisions because again he needs to he needs to get a better a staff with a better resume people that got more skins on the wall people that are desired people that we look at and we go oh yeah yeah i know you know remember what his time at so and so i remember what he did there like he doesn't have that staff he doesn't have a lot of dudes with skins on the wall jim schwartz was one of those guys and you know he didn't even let him talk he was like acting like he barely existed and, you know, Jim Schwartz is a guy that does have skins on the wall. He's been a coordinator, he's been mm-hmm. a head coach, mm-hmm. and now he's a coordinator again. Yeah. And so I I don't know, Justin. I don't know if they're going to have to tell him to do that in the offseason or if Mike Vrabel's come to the conclusion of, look, I can be stubborn for so long, but if I'm going to just keep losing games, I realize I've got to make tough decisions. He could be a my way type of guy. If I'm going to lose – if I'm going to go down, then I'm going to go down my way. Then I'm going to go down playing the brand of football that I know how to play and I'm comfortable with playing. I don't know if he's like that. I don't know. But we're, we're certainly going to find out. The other thing I want to discuss, Darren, when we come back is the the other big, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll tease it this way, it is the other biggest issue on this football team right now. And it has been an issue for the last several years. As a matter of fact, it's been the issue over the last several years, and it showed his head in a big way again yesterday, and no one has any explanation. 
and we can talk about them when we come back. We will do that on the other side. By the way, our phone number six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is how you get in touch with us. You are listening to the McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. 
You can't make it work today. You can't make it work. There's a ton to get into. Music City Bowl has its yes. themes as well. Yes. Auburn and first-timer, the Terrapins from Maryland. Welcome. Maryland and Auburn. First time they've gotten together since the first term of the Reagan administration. <laughs> 1983 was mm. the last time they played. Mm. So my, my hair was very dark back then. I'm about to say, if you remember what you were doing and what you were and where you were doing it in 1983, that means you are um, of seasoned age. Yeah, I was probably wearing a. Um, I don't know. 19. I'd have to go back and remember. Was that jams? Or, or Zuba pants? Was Zub- Zubas? No, you're thinking 90s. That was at late 80s? Yeah. Early, yeah, yeah that you're was thinking 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Zubas no, no, no. 90s. You weren't doing Zuba. Yeah, no. So no. 83, 83 was maybe the uh, iron-on t-shirts? I think so. Maybe that was 80s, I right? I think that was it, yeah. That was about Early, the time. Early, mid-80s? Yeah. Iron-on shirts? That could have worked. Yeah. Whatever that was. Probably starting to grow a mullet, maybe. But that was the last time. Maybe. Auburn and Maryland got together. 615-844-5600. Also, the College Football Playoff Committee has spoken. Mm-hmm. It'll be Michigan versus Alabama and Washington versus Texas. Let's go to Tony to get things started. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, Tony. Um, first of all, I was at the last time Auburn and Maryland played. On the plains with Boomer Esiason being your quarterback. And uh, Auburn took care of business that particular day. I forgot the score, but they did take care of Maryland. And um, I was there. So I remember it. I don't want to say well, but I remember being there. And it was a fun, sunny day. I do call that. Um, Justin. Yes, sir. mentioned to the, the fact that Kenny Hill botched the snap. Not saying he botched it. No, 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 no. Didn't say no. Didn't say he botched it. Didn't say that. I'm saying that he seemed to have some timing issues with it. It, According to what he was saying down the field, he was pointing at himself saying, "My bad." Uh, on, on that particular when when folk missed it. As you know, Tony, you being the kicker, it doesn't take much on the mechanics to push that thing left or right. Right. I tell you what I did have a problem with, and I'd like to go back and look at the previous extra points. They lined that extra point up on the left hash. Most extra points that we all see are lined up generally in the center of the of the goalpost, even though they're out, you know, 17 yards or whatever it is. Uh, that was lined up on the left hash. I'd like to see if that's where... Each kick that uh, I can't even think the tight kicker uh, Nick Folk. If each extra point has been kicked from the left hash, so but if he had just been to more to the right, it's through the upright. Being on the left hash, he hooks it; it goes wide left. So uh, that uh, that was the first thing I noticed was on why are you on the left hash? Now, I didn't notice the others, but anyway. Uh, Florida State, at halftime against Louisville, you had 10 between the two. Louisville and Florida State, 
you had a combined 10 first downs and 11 punts. Nobody wants to watch that. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just you were not one of the best teams at this juncture. Uh, it's sad that the team went undefeated, but, uh, you know, we all saw the clause that the selection committee uses where they can uh, keep a team out based on uh, the availability of star players. So I didn't, you know, they used it. I think it's the first time it's ever been used. So kudos to them on that. Uh, if you're that mad, go go be 14-0. and Go prove yourself again. You're not going to win the national title, but you can sure play for be number two. I think if Georgia had a one beat Alabama, I think they would have put all four undefeated teams in. So, but guys, it's been fun this year discussing all this because next year we won't be discussing it all this. Not at all. Nope. Hey, Tony. Tony. Thank you, guys. Tony, 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 Tony. Go, go, go. I got, I got something for you real quick, Tony. I looked Don't up the game. Tell me about Scotty Lee. No, 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 no. I looked up. <laughs> I looked up the game that you were talking about. That game took place back in November of 1983. I'm looking at a post here from the Washington Post. It was written by a guy that maybe you probably have never heard of, named Michael Wilbon. He wrote it. Right. Maybe you know. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. But anyway, he apparently was down there as well. Auburn won that game. 35-23, three Auburn running backs ran for over 100 yards. Tommy A.G. went for 219. Lionel James went for 115. And some guy named Bo Jackson, I wonder what happened to him. He went for 105 I, yards. Boomer Esiason went for 355 and three touchdowns and no interceptions. It was a heck of a game. It was a, uh, I was married at the time to a... A uh, beautiful girl. We're divorced now, but still good friends there. That's good. We're still friends. Uh, but uh, my in-laws ran on the car program with the Auburn Athletic Facilities uh, Department. And uh, so that's – we were down there for the game. And it was – guys, that year, in a nutshell, and I'll get off here, that year Auburn went all the way, uh, went, uh, I think, 11-1. Should have been national champions. Uh, they beat Michigan in the Sugar Bowl, nine to seven. Al Del Greco kicks three field goals, and they were denied the national championship because they didn't score a touchdown against the number one defense in the country. The irony to that: the one team that beat Auburn that year was Texas, and they they beat them in the first half. Auburn won the second half, and the score was twenty to seven. Little tidbits right there. Little history lesson. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Look, I I said oh, it. We, in fact, ironically, we were in uh, Tony's neck of the woods. We had friends from out of town, and uh, there was a big group of us that met at uh, Mill Creek Brewery right there in Nolansville. Really nice place. Packed, by the way. Good. Okay. Watching the games. Watching Alabama and Georgia and watching – Watching, watching what? And watching, um, Florida State, Louisville. Okay. When Alabama won, I told everybody, I said, "Let the chaos begin." This is where I mean, 
the, the chaos. There's no way this committee can make this work now. There's no way. No. With Alabama winning, this is going to, you are not going to be able to make this work. You're just not. Unless you can get, and Michigan, Iowa, by the way, we're watching that too. Unless you can get all, you can get Florida State and Michigan to lose, right? If they lose, then they'll be able to escape, right? They'll be able to escape all the chaos. But if Florida State and Michigan win, now with Alabama winning, it is going to be a mess. It just is. You cannot please everybody. Somebody's going to get left out. Yeah. And so, and that's what happened. Yeah. And I know that it's been mad chaos. I, you know, I've I've tweeted stuff out and, you know, there's just, if you're not willing to have a conversation, you're just dead set in your ways and you're just going to keep, you know, I'm just not going to sit there and go back and forth with you on Twitter. Clearly, you believe one way, I believe another. And let's agree to disagree, okay? Because yeah. I'm not going to do this all day with you. And I had to do that with a couple people. It's like, oh, <laughs> I got you, okay? And, you know, you're just getting, now you're getting sideways and things are getting weird. But for the people, do I feel bad for Florida State fans? I do. I know I them. do. I know them. And I feel bad for them. Do I feel bad for Florida State, the team? I do. I do, too. I really do. But, but, do I believe, honestly, that they belong in? The answer is no, I don't. I don't because they had two games to prove that they were really good without Jordan Travis. And you know what they did? They fell behind 12 to nothing against Florida. By the way, if you didn't watch that game, you just saw the score. That score was not indicative of the game. That could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. And Florida State won. They beat a 5-7 and seven Florida team. Okay, yeah. A below average Florida team. And that Louisville game was an absolute snooze fest. Okay. Yeah. It was a snooze fest. And I get it. That was their third string quarterback. Yeah. And I'm sure the backup, the second string, um, was Brock, whatever Tate, yeah, whatever sure. Tate. He I'm sure he would have been available for the playoffs, yeah. right? Because it was concussion related. Yeah. But still, he didn't look great no. against Florida. And so it sucks that their star quarterback got hurt and is done for the season. But they weren't. I mean, I don't believe they belong in with the backups. They had an opportunity to prove that they could still find a way to look really good without their star quarterback. And yes, they won again against a five and seven Florida team and a Louisville team that they ended up winning. What was the final? 16 Third, to six. 16 to six. <laughs> again, third string freshman. I get it. It stinks. They won all their games. They won their conference championship game. It is. But you cannot discard that they their best player is not available at the most important position. You can't. And, and I'm sorry that it happened. But they didn't belong in, in my opinion. And I get it. For all the people that disagree, there's nothing that's going to change your mind. And that's cool. And there's nothing that's going to change my mind. And that's cool, too. You have been arguing with people, I can tell. Oh, I have. I can tell. I, have. I can tell. Um, for me, this was a business decision being made by the college football folks and an appropriate one. Um, listen, folks, if, if you wave Michigan v. Alabama on a football field in front of anybody in the communications business— that sells itself times 80. 
Uh, it is the two most storied franchises outside of Notre Dame. It's up there. It's, they're in the top five, top ten of the most storied football, college football franchises in, of all time. And you're telling me you're going to put them on a football field together with something on the line that's not just a outside bowl game or something. Like, this is for real. Like, they're playing for a trophy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, give me that. Uh, please. Um, Texas against Washington. What you're setting up is the possibility that Texas could play either Michigan or Alabama in a national championship game. And you're telling me the only thing stopping me from getting there is I've got to give Florida the snub, Florida State rather, the snub with a third string quarterback? Yeah, I'm doing that. I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate for Florida State. And, and this is the real unfortunate part for Florida State. And I've looked it up. Clemson, every time they went to the college football playoffs, all five times they've gone, they have never finished lower than a third seed. Ever. They've always been third or higher. And they've come out of the same ACC that Florida State came out of, which means they probably had a very similar schedule to whatever it is that Florida State played. And going undefeated with that same schedule that they played, they ended up with a third seed. Florida State goes undefeated with the same schedule they end up out. Through these other weird set of circumstances involving not having their starting quarterback and also having one-loss champions that played each other in a weird kind of, you know, yeah, Final Cle- Fantasy and way. And Clemson had Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And those guys were playing. Yeah. And they I, were superstars. Yeah. So that does change things. And guess what? If Jordan Travis was playing, that changes everything. It changes everything. But wow. when Eric... Rewind the tape of Friday's show. When Eric called into the show and suggested that the committee might leave out the SEC... What were my exact words? I I halted the show, and I said, Eric, go buy Powerball tickets today. Lottery. You have the same odds with those tickets on Saturday's drawing as that committee leaving out an SEC team. That's exact word for word. You can go pull the tape of Friday's show. Yeah. Same odds, winning the lottery, and the SEC being left out, there was no way, no way they were going to leave left out. the SEC champ with either the name Alabama, in this case, yeah. or a Georgia no. out. If it was Missouri or Texas A&M, maybe. Maybe. They ain't leaving out Alabama or Georgia. No. It ain't happening. No. 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 And and Texas is very attractive as well. Well, and what did Texas look like their last two games of the season? Very dominant. Dominant. Very dominant. Florida State was muddling along with their backups. Yeah. And Texas was dominant. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it again, these are legacy programs, and this is the last time this is going to happen. The next time everybody will get in and we'll be arguing about 12 versus 13 next year. So it is what it is. Florida State, I'm sorry, but there is no way in the world that the powers that be in this conversation were going to turn away from Michigan v. Alabama or Texas v. Alabama or Texas v. Michigan. On a, No, no, you don't know, no. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And by the way, there is something to be said for the Alabama, 
for being the best team in the best conference. The SEC had six teams ranked in the top 25. The other conferences had four apiece. The SEC had six. Alabama beat five of the six teams who were ranked in the top 25. But 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 what about Tech? But what about them? Eh, no, Alabama was going to go. They were always going to go. It was undebatable that they were going to go. The question is, who was going to get left out if Jordan Travis didn't hurt himself? And who was going to get left out? By the way, if Clemson was just a little bit better, and if their strength of schedule for Florida State was just a little bit better, who was going to get left out? Maybe. Florida State's strength of schedule ended up being what? 55? 55 or something. 55. Yeah. Alabama's was what? Uh, 11. Oh, that was in the top. I thought it was top 10. I need to look. I'd have to look that up. Maybe I think it's five or something. I think it was five. I think maybe uh, Alabama was was five. Florida State was 55. If you don't think that matters, I I don't know what to tell you. It does. All right. We'll take away, uh, step away, take another break. 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and and bad signs. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? 
nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. It just the is. The Farland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. Today's going to be partly sunny with a high of 56. A partly cloudy night tonight, low 34. Tuesday, sunny, high 56. Mainly clear Tuesday night, low 36. Wednesday, sunny. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rudolph. Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, the McFarland Show has you covered. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. We are the McFarlands, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Jags hosting the Burrowless Bengals. Mm. Jags are a heavy favorite. Yeah. That is the Monday Night Football game. Next Monday will be two Monday Night games, including the Titans at Miami. Let's go to the phones. Doug is up next in Hendersonville. Doug, what's up? Hey, Doug. Doug wants... Doobie 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 doobie. Hey Doug, you're on the air, sir. We got you. Okay. We'll have to. Uh, I don't know what happened. Glad hey, Doug's Doug gone. Was, glad he didn't say anything. Glad he was just humming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call back, Doug. That could have gotten weird. Yeah. Sorry about that. Weird. You, know, you never know with Doug. That could have been part of you know whatever Doug's trying to tell His us. His bit. Yeah. May have been a bet. It may have been a bet. Yeah. Not sure. But, you know, listen, we don't play that. Man, here, he Doug. may have butt dialed us for all we know. No. Just I maybe singing so. in the car. No. I don't. Dooby doo, dooby doo. Dooby dooby doo. And he butt dialed us. Dooby 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 All right. So what's know. up? It's Bill. It's Bill. Oh, well, maybe that's why. Because we were calling him by the wrong name. Yeah. We just, we just read the screen, Bill. Bill, what's up? Hey, well, Bill. You can, you can call me. Bill? Oh, oh no. I mean, you know it. Uh-oh. Oh, Hold on, no. Bill. Hold on, Bill. Hold on, Bill. Hold on. Oh, gosh. What a disaster. All right, Bill. What let's just try happened? it again. Bill, you there, sir? This is called live radio at its worst. Okay. Well, Bill, call us back, sir. Sorry again. So, yeah. We'll take three, Bill. 615-844-5600. Not our best segment ever. Um, in fact, this will not end up being a promo. What's happening with this? This just in. It will not be just, a promo. Just take the phone and slap it. Just slap it. Slap it on the side. Okay. Think, think Damon's over there slapping the phone on the side to make sure it works. All right. We're going to dial some folks in. I don't know who he's this dialing is the phone. Doug, oh, Doug. Are we sure? This, sure. This is really okay. Doug. Okay. Line one Let's or find do- out. doobie doobie doo. Whoever's on there, you're up. Doug? Hey, this this is Doug from Nashville. I wasn't going to call in, but I thought I needed to rescue you guys. It's yeah, thank you. Thank you, Doug. There for a minute. Yeah. Well, yes. I'll just bring something to the table here. That sure. segment will not yeah. be in the radio hall of fame. Sure. 
Okay, well, let me ask you guys this. This will make the Radio Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Does CBS ever put a camera on special situations in a game? And the reason I ask is because with Ty- Tyreek Hill and, and uh, Bottle playing our terrible defensive backs this week and our front line being terrible, there's going to be some fantasy moments right there that they can catch because I'm pretty sure these guys are going to put on a show. But do they ever just designate a camera to situations like that? Well, it's going to be a Monday night game, Doug, so it's ESPN is who you're going to be looking at. So sorry. So sorry. No problem. It, it's, by the way, mm-hmm. is ESPN, so they've got two games. Yeah. And so how are they designating that? Is this the first game? Are they going to be staggered? Yeah, game yeah they're going to be staggered a little bit. But, uh, listen, one of the games, the, the, the Titans game will be aired here locally. But, again, and who's I'm not getting sure. that? Because you said they bid on that. They do bid on that, and to be honest, I haven't looked it up. So let me find out who's getting it here. I think it's CBS. Okay, well, go well, ahead. Let me ask you guys another question here. Yes, there's coach development and there's player development. With the turnover of coaches that the Titans have had, and you've had, you know, Downing gone. Uh, I remember they got rid of uh, the uh, O line coach Carter, and then you had the DB coach Midget. With that much turnover and no players to develop the other players, because we all know there's coaching and there's player coaching, we've got young guys that aren't being taught by anybody that can't win. I don't know if his turnover is any greater than any other staff, quite honestly. Okay, but but again, if they're leaving and we don't have players that are developing and then those players can't help develop what the coaches plan is, it's a disaster waiting to happen. You know, you coach, you know, baseball. There's so much that you can tell a player, and then there's where the player tells another player that kind of adds to it, mm-hmm. makes the player better. Mm-hmm. So where are these cats getting this development from? They're not getting it from the coaches. One, they're not good. It's pretty obvious. Heck, you know, you got rid of your special teams coach yesterday. So who's going to teach players to get better? And I'll let you guys go. Okay, Doug. Well, yeah, thank you. We'll try to do a lot better in the next segment. We appreciate the call as always. We'll take our final break, come back, wrap up the first hour next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. So Mike Brabel announcing today when speaking to the media a couple hours before the show that he has fired Craig Ackerman, who was the special teams coordinator. Craig Ackerman had been with the Titans since 2017 and had been the special teams coordinator since 2018. He was the assistant in 2017 He had taken over this role in 2018. Now, by letting him go, he has promoted Tom Quinn, who was the assistant. Tom Quinn, in his first year with the Titans, spent a long time with the Giants organization as their special teams coordinator. I think from 07 to 17. And then he stayed on as an assistant. I'm not sure why. Until 2021. That's a little while. So he was with the Giants for a long time. Won a couple of Super Bowls during that time, did he not? Uh, that would window, that, would that, that was... Uh, that would have covered well, the, the Eli... Well, was the Patriots, for sure. Yeah, the Eli Manning Super Bowls would have been during Actually, that time. yeah, that would have been both of those Super Bowls. Okay. 
So uh, a decorated, especially not, not that they won those games with special teams, but still, who's on the staff, knows what winning looks like. So, Doug, there's your answer. Who's teaching? Guy with a couple of Super Bowl rings. Well, Tom Quinn, and, uh, you know, that I would say, you know, he's got skins on the wall when it comes to being that, that coach, right, being a special teams coordinator. Sure. But to Doug's question, I mean, who, look, it, it's up to the coaches. And I, I don't think – Honestly, Mike Vrabel, again, I'll just keep saying it. It's it's probably his biggest weakness is his staff. I, I think he's – I don't think he's he, – he surrounds himself with people he's comfortable with. And I know all coaches do that, but sometimes coaches need to be pushed. Remember, he is a first-time head coach. I know he's in year six, but he was a first-time head coach. There's been a lot of learning Is it the staff, Darren, or is it the loyalty to the staff? In what way? Well, it, is it that he's hiring people that shouldn't have never been hired to begin with, or, or in some cases, people who've already had opportunities but not done well, but been been rehired? Or is it that he has rehired these folks, see that it's not working, but continues to stay with them? Well, I think a lot of it is he raided Houston, right? That was going back to the uncomfortable I've worked with. So they raided a lot of players from Houston. Yes. And coaches from Houston. Yeah. So that cupboard's kind of bare now. And I'm just saying that it's ultimately, it's up to the, like, it's up, it's a, at this level, it's a combination of both. Like, yesterday, what happened is on players and the coach. Yeah. Or coaches. Coaches. And the head coach has to bear some of that, too. He just yeah. does. And this one already has. That's why somebody's gone. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, that's going to do it for hour number one. We'll come back. We'll head east. We'll check in in Knoxville. 99.1 The Sports Animal with our man Vince Ferrara. We'll do that next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News. I'm Daria Aldinger. More Americans are trying to leave Gaza as the fighting between Israel and Hamas intensifies. There are around 750 who are left. That includes uh, 220 American citizens. The rest are family members or legal permanent residents. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller says about 1,000 U.S. citizens have been able to cross into Egypt. The former U.S. ambassador to Bolivia is under arrest. He's accused of being a spy for Cuba. New details in the arrest of an accused serial killer in Southern California. Police say Jared Powell is behind the fatal shootings of four people in four days. Three of the victims were homeless men. The sheriff's department tracked down his car in Beverly Hills using a license plate system, which is unique to the city. The families of the victims in a mass shooting at a Dollar General store back in August are expected tomorrow to announce a wrongful death lawsuit at the store, the security company, and against the shooter's family. Stocks are lower heading for the close. This is ABC News. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. 
Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Righty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour, McFarland Show rolling along here on this Monday afternoon. Looks like Vince Ferrara is going to have to be pushed back a little bit. Hopefully we'll get to him today. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. He's actually got to tape an interview. Basketball practice for the Vols ended early. Okay. And he's got to tape uh, an interview or interviews for the Vol Network. So... Got to we'll do your see. job now. We'll see when it all wraps up. Hopefully we'll be able to touch base with him. I don't know, about 20 minutes or so. But if not, we may have to push him to tomorrow. If not, plenty to to talk about and say here. Tennessee and Iowa will be the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day. That will be a noon kickoff hour time. That game will be shown on ABC. Music City Bowl here will be on December 30th. I believe Mm -hmm. that is also a day game. What a It is. One o'clock. Is it noon? I thought it was noon. It it, it may be one. It's an early kickoff. I know that. That's on December 30th at Nissan Stadium, and it's going to be Auburn making their third, third appearance. appearance. That is correct. Maryland coming to town for the first time. So yes. Maryland versus Auburn. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Maybe a decent ball game there uh, between a couple of teams that uh, are fairly you know, evenly, well, evenly ranked anyway. I don't know about match, but evenly ranked uh, 
in the football game here. It's a 1 p.m. game, so 1 p.m. kickoff. 1 o'clock for that game. Look, it's going to be better than last year's game. Okay, I'll just go on on a limb and say that. Okay. It'll be better than Kentucky and Iowa. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I warned two of my buddies Saturday night when they took the over of Michigan-Iowa, and I said, don't do it. Don't do it. What was the don't number? Don't do it. Don't. They were so excited. They got it because they did, and it went up after they they got it at 34-and-a-half, and they took oh, the over. Hmm. They're like, Michigan is going to score 35 on their own. It's an easy bet. This is free money. And I said, don't do it. Don't do it. Do not do Iowa and an over, ever. I don't care what the number is. Don't do it. Don't do it. They did it. Final score. Fooling around with the Big Ten. Final score. What was it 23 to 3? Is that what it was? I thought it was 26 to nothing. Wasn't it 26? Was it, maybe it was 26. You're right. Maybe it was 20. It was 26 to nothing. You're right. They didn't score. Yeah, I think you're right. 26 to nothing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They're fooling around with the Big Ten. And I I warned them. I begged them. And they thought I was a fool not to jump on the train with them. Because their train was rolling down the tracks, and they're like, this is easy. Michigan will score 35 points on their own. Nope. Thought you were kidding. Nope. Yes, 26 nothing final score there. 26 nothing From Indianapolis, Indiana. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Jim Harbaugh makes his big return uh, for for Michigan, um, who somehow ends up the number one. Now, help, help me understand. How did Michigan end up number one over Washington? Why is Michigan the number one seed? I mean, that's the less controversial thing that everyone's talking about. But to me, that's the thing I've been trying to, I've been looking at this and turning it upside down and squinting my eyes and trying to figure out, like, I don't understand that part. I don't understand why Michigan is the number one seed over Washington. Washington had the clear, tougher schedule than Michigan did. Um, uh, You know, the, the, the more difficult conference to me, I, you know, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, it's whatever. But you know, I. I don't. I didn't understand why. Why Michigan got treatment over Washington as the number one seed. So, but you know, I guess it, in the end, it doesn't matter. But you know, I just you know, I was just I was just curious about that. Or was it just all about the matchup? Were they really just seeding teams for the matchup? Because I'm telling you, Alabama versus Michigan, man. The, the promo writes itself. Well, I think, quite honestly, the committee's probably punishing Michigan. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> you may be right. I, I'm. You think I'm kidding? No, that really wasn't a joke. You may be right. I, I think they may be, you know, there's been a lot of smoke around Michigan this Just year. Just trying to say, oh, you think you're good? Watch this. Say, Harbaugh's been on the sidelines for half their games. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what happens when you give Nick Saban time, historically? It, it it's normally not good. Uh, if you're playing Nick Saban, he's got six weeks to prepare, or however long it is. Well, it'll be New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So yeah. So he'll have nearly a month to get ready, and you know. So typically, when Nick Saban has that long, it's typically not good for the other team. Historically, we'll see. I I think this feels like one of those games. This is what it feels like, and you may push back on this. It's like if Michigan doesn't win, they get ousted in the first round again. 
it's it's the narrative you watch because of all the stuff around Jim Harbaugh and everything that's gone on. People are going to be like, one, they love to you know pick at Michigan, right? And I don't blame them. I get it. I do too. But they're going to be like, get you know, moving forward, they're like, get him out of here. Like you know, it's like you know, keep putting them in. What what are they doing? What are they doing in there? They they're doing nothing, <laughs> right? <laughs> what are they doing in there? What are they doing, doing in there? They just you're putting them in there. And they just keep losing the first round game. Like what are they doing? I mean, and I know it'll change with the twelve team playoffs, so it's that's going to change. Everything. everything will change. I don't think we know. I don't think we're fully understanding how much everything's going to change next year. Uh, I think it's impossible for us to fully understand how much everything is going to change next year. The elimination of the divisions and the conference, and going to this wide open twelve team playoff here, it's going to change everything in the way that we view the sports. It's going to change entire legacies. Uh, people are going to have very different legacies, very different resumes based off of these playoff games. So, you know, everything will change next year. So drink it in. Look, I know the focus has been on Florida State. People, you know, that's their focus if they got hosed. And I know why Florida State fans and alumni and the team and the university, they feel completely slighted. I get it. I, I don't feel that way, but I understand why they do. What's really not being discussed is the fact that Georgia didn't get in. And wow. that's the part to me, <laughs> I I don't think it's getting enough attention. They were the number one team. Yeah. They lost to Alabama by a field goal. Yeah. And they're out. Yeah. They're the two-time defending national champs. They came into that game in the SEC championship, winners of 29 games in a row. And they were, the again, the number one team. And they lost by a field goal to Alabama, and they're out. Yeah, it's a bit extreme. It's a bit extreme. But the problem, again, you only had so many spots. I know. And no one tripped and fell down the stairs this year. You didn't have the two-loss Big 12 team this year. You didn't have the two-loss Big 10 team you know, this year that normally would create a spot for the loser of the SEC championship game. You didn't have that this year. This year you had... Five or six deserving teams and only four spots available, according to the criteria. So somebody was going to get the job. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. No matter who was left out, they were going to have a legitimate case. And it just turns out that, you know, this year it's Florida State and Georgia who are getting left out. Do they have legitimate points and cases to be made? They sure do. Does it matter? Nope. Because there's only four spots. And if you took them out... And put if you took out Alabama and Texas and put in Florida State and Georgia, is there really now less any less misjustice done, or is it just a different group of people who are upset? It's just a different group of people who are upset. Yep. yep. It's not like any oh well now the scales are balanced and justice is no, no 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 there's no justice here. There's six teams and four spots. Somebody is not going to be happy. That's it. That's it. If my if my father's listening, George McFarlane, he would say, you know, son, sometimes life ain't fair, son, and and, and that's just it. And that's true, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Sometimes life ain't fair. Sometimes, you know, you do all you can, and you're right, and you're justified, and it still doesn't happen for you. By the way, congratulations to Tennessee Tech. They have found themselves a new football coach. Yes, from Old Dominion. Yeah, Bobby Wilder. So, um, guy with a good pedigree, good resume. Interesting. Yeah. 
Interesting. Old interesting. Dominion coach. Yes, and you know what I like about that? He's a, and you know, forgive me, coach, if you're if you're listening already. Uh, he he's not a spring chicken, as it were. He he seems to be a man with some season on him. Um, that that is taking over that job. Uh, so often now in coaching, uh, we're seeing very uh, young men uh, get jobs, and nothing wrong with that, uh, you know. But uh, it's interesting to watch some coaches with some season on them uh, get jobs. So you know, good luck to him out there in Cookville, and uh, as they call it, wings up out there. We'll see. Of course, we're still waiting to hear from MTSU. Yeah, he took, and you're right. That's where I was going next. Right, we have not. He took over Old Dominion in '07 mm. to restart a program that had laid dormant for nearly 70 years. Jeez. And uh, the Monarchs' first season was in uh, 2009. And the team finished nine and two. Mm. How about that. Mm. But yeah, no, uh, done a good job. Yeah, it's done a really good job. But you're right. And now we wait to see what MTSU is going to do. Yeah, yeah, because time is ticking for them. And they said, look, Chris Massaro said it would be sometime this week, so I assume it's going to be sometime this week. Yeah, yeah I have no doubt it would be sometime this week. Um, now, you know, who and what and when and where and how and why, I don't know. But, you know, they'll, they'll hire somebody. They've got to if they, want to if they want to compete and if they want to get to the level of whatever it is they say they want to get to. We'll come back. We'll switch gears to the Titans and discuss what happened yesterday and what does this mean moving forward. 615-844-5600. You're listening to the McFarland Show on Nashville Sports Radio. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Granger.com. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is is Nashville's highest quality.
quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. Then I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Mike Rabel told the media today that he has fired Craig Ackerman, special teams coordinator, been the special teams coordinator for the Titans since 2018, which means he would have been the entire time under Mike Vrabel's watch. They have um, moved Tom Quinn into that role, who came over. Uh, this is his first season with the Titans. Mm-hmm. He was with the Giants for a long time, since 07. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if uh, things should look. Will they change? Yeah, they will. They, there's no way they're going to have a worse game or a similar game that they had yesterday on special teams. There's just no chance. None. You wouldn't think, uh, and hopefully not, but you know, the the other thing before we get to our caller here um, is that the other thing that, that poked up its really ugly head yesterday for the third or fifth or eighth year in a row, however long it's been, is the injuries. The injuries have now... They're mounting. Mounting, and, and it's not small ones, they're big ones. Jeffrey Simmons is going to be out for at least two weeks. That's a big one. Ryan Stonehouse is out for the year. That's a big one. Derrick Henry is in concussion protocol, which means we don't know how long he's going to be out. That's a big one. Uh, These are not small things. These are big deals. And these happen in-game. Like, we saw them happen. And, again, this has been a problem last year. This was a problem the year before. Um. It can't be explained. We've had Teresa Walker. We've had Jim Wyatt. We've had former NFL players, both inside and outside the organization. We've asked them about... The only thing we haven't had on is medical professionals, I guess, Darren. (laughs) But we've had on everybody else Mm -hmm. and asked them about the injury issue. And no one, no one has a good, legit reason about why they happen at the rate that they do on this football team. And it's happening yet again. It happened right before our very eyes. So, 
What does this mean? I, You know, honestly, I don't know. I've got nothing for you on this other than to just bring it up as a topic that is worth discussing about why it is this team can't stay healthy for multiple years. Let's go to the phone. 615-844-5600. And let's go to Eric. Eric, what's up? Hey, guys. First of all, one quick thing about the college football playoff. It was interesting. Florida State could have been in the playoffs this year, but the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC all voted against going to 12 play, playoff teams this year. So that that's out there. Yeah. So yeah. They, their, they own commissioner, their own yeah. commissioner voted it down for this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if, if because they had to recuse themselves, but they said that there were five ACC representatives as part of the committee. So I don't know because if it was all Florida State, they couldn't vote or whatever the deal was behind that. But that's also what I heard. So it's interesting. Guys, as far as the uh, Titans go, guys, one of the things that's frustrating, and I hate to get into, like, the officiating guys, because I know there are calls you make and calls you missed. And, you know, one of the frustrating things, and it, it definitely did happen where I guess after the first drive where we got the touchdown next drive, I guess the defensive back, I guess, was taunting. He shook his finger at the end of the bench. He was right in front of the referee, and he, he threw a flag. And the next, yeah, yeah, the next play, bam, touchdown. And also we had a touchdown call back where we wound up having to punt, punt the ball. That was frustrating. But it's also frustrating when there's some obvious penalties and they get missed. The Derrick Henry thing, it was clearly helmet-to-helmet. That wasn't called. The Andre Hopkins in the end zone was not called. Also, the fact where we were called for false start, and they showed on Jumbotron, and it was the Colts player clearly offside, but they called us for a false start. And last but not least, when I think we had a shot at the interception on the second play when it was 13 seconds left to go, the second interception, they said there was a report. I didn't see it that Garner Minshew grabbed the guy's face mask, and that was not called. And it's to me, it's just stuff like consistency. I mean, I'm not saying that we're guilty or not guilty of the penalties we make, but I just want to see more consistent stuff like that. When you have that many where it's obvious or not that are missed, it's like you're seeing all this stuff for us, but you don't see those things like that. That that's the kind of thing that really bothers me. I mean, I just want more consistency, but. In general, the officiating is bad because you probably already talked about in the Kansas City uh, Green Bay uh, game affairs. last night. Pass yeah, it's yep, just, it is. It, and the all officiating overall is it, 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 it's like terrible. And it's like that. I'm getting to the point, guys, where I'm like a lot of these people. Just we need to go to full time officials. I know a lot of people probably don't want to do that because oh, they love their job. Oh, now we need to. Oh, J- Eric, how long have you been listening? Yeah. Eric, to me? if they went to full time, how officials, long have you been listening to me? The same guys. What what difference I, does it make? It does make it. it. Why would it make it? We've never talked about okay. this. Okay. Oh, you're right. You're you're right. That's not fair to you. But Eric Eric should know because he's been listening yeah. to me for a long time. I yeah. have been mocked and laughed yeah. at because I've been bringing this up for 15, 20 years adamantly. Yeah. And no, it was you like, have. Ah, you have. No, I ain't gonna you, change you anything. It's not gonna change. What's it gonna change? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cause I've I've never been on that train. I mean, uh, to me, I haven't really argued one way or the other on that. But it's just where it is just so so bad. And a lot of these guys, you wonder about their age and whether or not they can get up and down the field and all this type of stuff. And you know, it it, it you need to do something, whether it's training them better or whatever. Or I mean, cause I know you can't replay like penalties that are thrown or flags that are not caught and all that stuff. But it's just, unless you want to provide some system where they can challenge you up a penalty, I don't know if you can realistically do that. So, Look, you, you know you're talking to the choir when it comes to full-time yeah. referees. I've been saying it for a very, 
very long time, and most people just laugh at me or go, ah, what's it really going to change? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If you you only have one job and it's your full-time job and you don't go to another job Monday through Friday and you know if you lose that job, it's your only job, and oh, by the way, you're well compensated yeah, for it, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. get to focus on that job year-round, don't you think you'll be better? I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like you would be. And and, 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 and I know they. this is supposed how they penalize officials, not, you know, I guess they doctor pay or not allow them to officiate certain playoff no, games. No, they hold them from the play, yeah, Super Bowl oh, yeah, or playoff yeah, yeah. games. But whatever. to me, I think you, they, if they're really, really bad, they either need to be fined, suspended, or even potentially fired if it's that bad. I mean, that's, it's just insane. I, I don't know why you can't do that where these guys are like lifelong. I mean, that that's to me what you should get. If, you, if you're that bad, you should either be fined or suspended or possibly lose your job. I just I just don't get that. But uh, anyway, I'll get off and let y'all get some other callers. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again. Thank you, Eric, as always. Appreciate it. Look, can the NFL afford to have full-time officials? Of course. Oh, sure. Of course they can. Sure they can. If anything, if anything, baby steps, then have the head official full-time. At least have whoever's running your crews for every game. That's 16 cats every week. Well, I guess when you get into bye weeks, it's less than not everybody's playing right. So sure. whatever the number is, if you're going to just take baby steps, at least have them full-time. But look, who's kidding who? They can make all these people full-time, and they can focus on their job, this job, year-round, rather than today. Guess what all the officials, all the officials that did yesterday's games, you know what they're doing today? Another job. That's what they're doing. They're selling insurance. They're attorneys. Or whatever mm-hmm. they are. Sure. Whatever they are. Federal agents. Federal, whatever. Yeah. Green Berets. I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Deliver, uh, mailmen. Yeah, Maybe cooks. Kenny knows yeah, them. Maybe sure. Kenny knows an NFL fish. I don't know. But Cooks. Yeah, they could be cooks. Mm-hmm. But if that's your only job, and you're well compensated at your only job. They are. And you know if you lose that job, that is your only job, and you get to focus on that only job that you're well compensated for, year-round, you don't think there's a chance they could be better at their jobs rather than the job that they have is part-time and they go to their full-time jobs during the week? You don't, you don't think? Like, ah, it's not going to do anything. Really? <sighs> I, I know if I had two jobs okay. and I only had one, I'd probably be better than if I had two jobs. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. Just thinking out loud here. Okay. Okay. The NFL has these officials who come in and they do these games once a week. Um, And are we uh, under the assumption that they are not doing any NFL officiating work the they, rest of the week? They, not, probably not during the season. I think in the off season they do. Obviously, they have meetings and they do get together. But during the week, they're not reviewing tape. But they're not looking at stuff. They're not having meetings. I, they're not going over the previous I, game. They're I not doing that. Well, we don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, because we don't know, how is going full-time knowing that, oh, well, now we're going through, you know, Monday through Friday? And by the way, are you going to ban them from having other jobs? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. It's your full-time job. This, no, is, no, your, no, this no, is your I job. Understand. I have a full-time job, too, but I'm here. 
Are we banning people? Because I had to get permission to come here. So are we banning people from having other jobs? And how are you policing that? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about banning. I yeah. I would say yeah. Because sure. you got a full time job. I'm just saying yeah. that just because you give them a full time job doesn't mean that their life becomes football. I would then say, okay, then fine. Here's the compromise. No, but guess what? Just know when you're not good at your job, this job, you're going to be let go. Well, so, why can't we just do that now? Huh? Why can't we just do that because now? Because they don't why have don't, enough do people, have Justin. People aren't standing in line for this job. They're not. Why not? Your dad is an umpire. Yes, he is. Go talk but to he's your dad. Not getting, well, listen, they're not getting paid what these guys are getting paid. I understand that. You know, if they, if they, you know, maybe that's not widely known, and I don't have the numbers right in front of us, but the, the numbers for these folks uh, who get paid for these jobs is, is not chump change. Like, no, it's they're, not they're, chump they're change. They're getting no. substantial amounts of money yes. to go out there and do these jobs. Yeah, they're not making twelve fifty an hour. No, I they are it. not. I know. So, you know, I when you say people are not lined up to do these jobs, well, why not? But, okay, but... For you, it's not your money. What? Why would you not want them to be full time? What would you have against them being full time? I'm not why against do, them why being don't full-time. you think somebody would be better at one job than two? I'm not against them being full time. I just question whether or not it will change anything. If you have the same guy making bad calls now, it's going to change because he's no longer an accountant during the week, and now he's just. A guy going out there on Sunday, and since he's not doing the accounting during the week, he can go out there on Sunday and not make bad calls? Yeah. So the guy out there who didn't throw the pass interference uh, flag last night in Green Bay with Kansas City, if he wasn't so busy, you know, I, I, I don't know, being, uh, the, uh, be, being a park ranger during the week, that he, he would have gone out there and thrown the flag because he would have seen it a lot more clearly. Right, because today... He's telling people don't feed the bears, and instead he should be watching tape and probably having Zoom meetings about his bad calls. But again, yesterday. you don't know if he's but not doing that already. He's out there telling again, people, you, but again, don't you, feed the but bears. Again, you don't know, hey folks, that that's not happening. Don't feed Smokey. Instead, that's what he's doing. He's not watching tape, Darren. <laughs> He's not having a Zoom meeting. He's out there. Don't feed smoke. We don't know. You said yourself you don't know what, what's hey, involved. Folks, welcome to the park. Don't feed the bears. To me, if you want to make it better, you gotta change, you gotta change the people. And you got and you and you have to add you have to do both. You have to change people and you have to add the accountability. They have changed people. There's female refs now. I've seen that. There, there's there's been a lot of change. I've seen that. Well, there's been some change. But I, I've seen that. But if you've got the same folks out here making the calls year after year after year, I don't think making them full-time bad is going to change the part-time bad we're already seeing. That's, that's, I, I, that's just, all I don't know how that's possible. I don't know how that's possible. Because you got the same person. That's how. You mean no, that how, isn't not, trying to listen, hone their craft Monday through Friday. If, if you, you choose Damon over here. And we put up the color orange and the color blue. I don't care how many different jobs Damon has. He's going to pick the color orange every time. Why? Because he's Damon King. That's why. And he loves orange. So that's what he's going to do. You, it doesn't matter how many jobs he has. Yes, it does. If it's not going to affect his if judgment. If Damon didn't, if he wasn't a DJ at night, if he wasn't driving Uber in the morning, if whenever Bill calls in, if it, this was his only job, he put Bill up there, not Doug. So there. But instead, tonight, he's got to go be DJ Damon. Tomorrow morning, he's going to be Uber Damon. And then he comes here, 
and he's producer Damon. And whenever Bill calls in, he puts up Doug. So yes, it does affect his job. Okay. So if he would lose right. DJ Damon right, you know and what? lose Uber Damon, we would have the right calls up there. Let's go. Mike's an umpire. I, maybe it's let's Mike. Go. Let's go to Mike. Maybe it's Dan. Maybe, let's go to Who Mike. knows? Yeah. Maybe it's Ted. Let's go to turn on Mike. You know, Mike and Melrose. Mike, welcome to the show, sir. Who what, knows what, what who's you, on the what phone? do you have to say about this? <laughs> Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just until your dad George, I said hello. Well, uh, thank you for calling us full government. Uh, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. <laughs> I'm I'm well I'm not trying I'm kidding. To, I'm I, kidding. I Mike is a joke. It's a joke, Mike. It's okay. I I see both sides of this. Yes, if you if you devote more time to one job, you're probably better. But being an umpire and a, a referee, I referee football. It's it's judgment. It's judgment. It's hard positioning. Yep. It's a split second mm -hmm. decision. I mean, you could you could you could work that job and watch film eighty hours a week, but that doesn't mean you're not going to miss a call. And then I go back. I go back to, you know, they were going to do. They did the review for the pass interference for a year or two, right? And they just threw it out, yeah, because of what happened in the what playoff game between the Saints and the Vikings. They they they, they were going to review. I mean, I don't want every single play reviewed. And these the NFL refs, for the most part, do a great job seeing almost everything. You know, they see every little face mask, but it's, it comes down to. Just judgment, I guess. And you don't want to call – you could call a hold on every play probably. Yeah, yeah you I could. I don't want to see that. No, look, Mike, I'm not suggesting it's not – first of all, it's a very, very hard job. It is. It's very hard. I get it. And everything you're saying – is spot on. By the it way, is. on all levels too, not just in the NFL. It's a hard job At across every, the board. Right, sports, period. Yeah. It's hard to be an umpire, to be a referee. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It is. But – and I'm not saying that because they, if all of a sudden magically they become full time and all the bad calls go away, like I'm not naive to think that it's they're still gonna there's always as long as there's human beings and not computers like they're suggesting in MLB with a strike zone here soon, as long as they're human beings, there's gonna be error. There just is. But maybe you could cut down on the errors. But but Darren seems well, to think that you can cut down the errors perhaps if you are more focused and mentally fresh enough to do just one job instead of being focused on 40 other things then coming in and not doing that. And and Mike, I agree with you. Listen, if you think if you think if you're if we go take it to baseball, Mike, if you have a strike zone and you think this is your strike zone, your strike zone's not going to change because you got more sleep last night. That's your strike zone. Whatever your definition of holding, sir, whatever you've made that to be, that's going to be your definition of holding. And every time you see that, you're going to throw a flag regardless of how many other jobs you have. I mean, am I wrong on that? No, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm all for technology, and I was against – I'm kind of against having an automated strike zone, but the more I think about it, so what if a umpire having a bad day, his eyes are messed up. What if he he's had a run-in with the coach over there? He can't stand that coach. But I've had that. Mm. What if he's had a run-in with his wife mm. before the game? Mm -hmm. Or you the know? batter. The, bat, the batter's been a jerk over the years. He, right. You think he's going to get him? So this kid that, is sick. That goes to making it more, you know? Yeah. And then, and then you yeah, talk about basketball. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go to a basketball game. I saw, I didn't go the day, but I think the Vanderbilt game had 50 free throws. And then the Tennessee game when they played a couple weeks. I don't want to go and watch a free throw shooting contest. 
let some of that stuff go. When I referee basketball, if it don't affect the play, I'm letting it go. Let's play. You know, I, I just don't want it. To, it's not all on the up to the. But but Mike, to, you know, like you know, Mike. Not everybody's got the same that same thought pattern, Mike. Some people are calling things by the book. Other people are willing to let it go. Other people are making up their own definitions of whatever a foul is. We've seen people call carry, carrying the ball. We've seen that, you know, called different ways, you know, across the league sometimes where you cuff the ball, that's a carry, you know, whatever. And this guy's been dribbling the same way for 15 years, and all of a sudden tonight it's a carry. I mean, this is just the human element of of the zebras, as they call you guys out there. And, you know, it, it happens. It just ha- it's just part of the game, unfortunately, and, and it, it's, it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah, and the last thing they, uh, they were calling that game last night, the, uh, I think the female official said the guy was in bounds, and, and somebody, somebody commented like she missed that call. And I said, there's no way a woman missed a call. The woman is always right. Wow, are you uh, <laughs> you trying to you trying to do a makeup of somebody? Is somebody Am listening? I, <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you think we're going to disagree? Give him the epic man. <laughs> I I don't know who's listening right now. Rim, no, you're right. Nice shot. <laughs> hey, I, hey, one more thing on the uh, college football play. I I understand why they're doing it, but it's just not. It, it's not right. It's not. right. Darren, if your team, if you were playing in a pool play and four and zero, the other team was saving a player, saving their star pitcher for the, and they got beat. That that's not right. That's just they just wanted, they want to see Alabama in there. I mean, if you look at a common opponent, yeah, with a quarterback, they both play LSU, and and Florida State beat LSU with their star quarterback the whole game. So they they deserve to make it, okay? They beat eight ranked teams. You know, they they deserve to make it. I don't care if they their star quarterbacks out. Yeah, but they they had more yards of the day than Michigan did. And you got Michigan with the coach I, who cheats. I know Michigan's he offense is horrible. It, That's just, they they just they chickened out on that. They chickened. I mean, what is it going to be worse than the championship game last year? Mike, you're a fan of an SEC team. Do you really think that that committee of human beings was going to leave out the SEC? I, I didn't think they would. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's why that's why we're having this conversation. So you're saying they should have left I, out Texas then? Who, yeah, who do you leave out then? You leave out Alabama and Georgia. Okay? That means you leave out the SEC. Not happening. Well, too, they're too bad. Maybe, maybe the SEC wasn't as great as they. The SEC was seven and nine against the other Power Five conferences. Then why I mean, they have six teams in the top twenty-five versus the other teams had four? The other conferences had four piece, and they had six. Uh, that, that doesn't mean. I mean, that doesn't mean that, that Florida State deserved to make it. Okay. Mm. Here, here's deserve, the other thing. Now, here's the other thing, Mike. That committee. Remember, that committee revealed to us last Tuesday, last Tuesday night, that Georgia was the number one team in the land. They told us. That committee said Georgia is the best team in the country and Alabama is the eighth best team in the country. And the eighth best team in the country beat the best team in the country according to that committee by a field goal. And the team they deemed number one in the land dropped out of the top four by losing to the eighth team 
but yet the eight team could jump into the playoffs to four. How is that possible if you really think about it? And, and by the way, Alabama— How could one fall that far and one climb that high? Alabama's only loss of the year was to the third best team in the country. Right. Correct. Uh, well, they, they go by criteria. I mean, you, you can't go by because a player is hurt, okay? If that's the case, why not? The year Ohio, the Ohio State won with the backup quarterback, did they not? They actually they, they won with their third string quarterback. Third string quarterback. But did they really have was their number one really Jordan Travis level? I mean, Jordan so Travis is a that, stud. Mm-hmm. Well. So, well, what happened last year when uh, Purdy got hurt for the 49ers? They just say, well, you should be out of the playoffs. Because you got a backup quarterback here. Well, they effectively no. were. I'm glad that they didn't get to the Super Bowl. You know why? Because we saw what would have happened. They would have gotten smoked. <laughs> well, my point is, they, they they deserve to make it. Okay. Okay. Don't go by well. I understand. That's going to take the top four. Well, if you go by that, well, TCU shouldn't have made it last year. We Definitely. just said, well, let's just put let's just put three SEC teams in there because they're all better than TC, TCU. You go by. Oh, that's I the mean, way Darren felt I mean, last I, year anyway. I, I did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. See ya. Six one five eight four four fifty. It is the way you felt. That's the way you felt yeah, last I, year. I know. That's why we're laughing. Right. Okay, we'll take another break. We'll be back. More of the McFarland show. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Prince's Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Prince's Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Prince's Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Prince's Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Prince's is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's Prince'sHotChicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, Prince'sHotChicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today. 
by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher. That No one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Rolling along, McFarland Show on this Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Spirited show. Mm-hmm. Damon Keene loves orange, and his balls are going to the Cheez-It Bowl. Cheese yes. is orange. Appropriate. So there's going to be a lot of orange in the Citrus Bowl. Second year in a row. Which is also orange. Yeah. Last year was the Orange Bowl with Clemson. Man. Just when you thought it couldn't get any more they orange, try this. get oranger. And How about guess, that? Is that a word, oranger? It is now. And guess what? Our quarterback doesn't lose in Florida. Well, there no, he didn't. You're right. Joe Milton. You're right. And it's his hometown. Well, all he's got to do is score. If they score, the game is over because they're playing Iowa. Right. Yes. Iowa doesn't score, but 16 points a game? 16 points a game? That's, uh, you might want to check on la- that. Last week, last week, they didn't score anything. I, like, well, I know, but that was, I thought the average was 16. I, I'd like to see that. I think mm. we need to go check the stats. I, I'm, I'm just scared about our defense. I'd be hard-pressed to think they scored. You're they averaged scared about your defense? 16. Because our defense has been known to give up yards. Yeah, you clearly haven't watched one minute of <laughs> Iowa football. This well, year. that's true, too. Okay, that's yeah. True. Uh, well, I know. Because yeah. you just said you're scared, scared about, about your the, defense. About the defense. Against the team that can't score. Who you think is coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then their quarterback just got hurt for the rest. He's out for the rest of you, too. He transferred from Michigan, too, by the way. The transfer portal right now crazy. is crazy. By the way, how about McCord? Yeah, Portal. Yeah. Ohio State's quarterback. Okay, Portal. Listen. Basically, about half the starting quarterbacks that we saw this year are in the Portal. Guns for hire. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was the story that came out, right? The Cam Ward had 10 schools offering him a million bucks in the Portal. You don't think all those other kids didn't see that? That was last week, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't think they they're you know they're not cashing in? They absolutely are, and they should. Yeah. Listen, you got to get it while the sun is out, okay? And the <laughs> sun is out, and it's raining, and you you got it, man. Listen, you got to go get it now while the getting is good. You're a hot commodity. You got to go make the money while the money is making you. So, and that's what these guys are doing. That's what these guys are doing. 
And, you know, I know a lot of people don't like it. I know it's different. Um, but, you know, this is this this is this is the this is the way the other side of the business has been working for years. Now it's just on the player's side. Um, so do they now here's the here's the trick. Do they need to start doing contracts with some of these, you know, student athletes? Um, so that they have to stay put for a couple of years, you know, th- listen, that could be next. I don't know, but you know, for the, for the time being, uh, this is the way it's going to be for, for the next little bit until the, uh, wild, wild West settles down. Oklahoma's quarterback, Gabriel in the portal. Well, some of these guys, you know, Darren are out there just to shop themselves, see if they get a bite and then pretty soon they'll recommit. Caleb Williams, the other part of this is we're going to see all this now. Yeah. Caleb Williams is going to skip the Holiday Bowl. What? I know. So we're going to see all the, you know, we're going to get the list of players that are going to say, yeah, nah, I'm going to focus on my NFL career. So I can't believe Caleb Williams is not going to play for the pride of the Trojans in the Holiday Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So do we think Brock Bauer will play for Georgia I now that they're not in the playoffs? Wouldn't think so. I mean, if he's truly what the projections say, like a top five pick or top ten pick. I mean, only if he can't hurt himself anymore, but I guess you can always hurt yourself in another way out there. Um, but, you know, if I were him, it would behoove him to to, to have a seat. Um, the, listen, the tape is out there on, on on Brock Bowers. We don't need to see anymore. We've, we've seen it. I think we get the point. So whatever he's going to do out there against Florida State – uh, I don't think he's going to convince anybody to move him up or move him down one slot or, or not. You know, it is what it is with him. So, yes. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to play. I was trying to think. So, it was Dylan Gabriel is the Oklahoma quarterback. Of course, Kyle McCord, uh, the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, there was a ton last week. I think Grayson McCall is one that I saw was in the transfer report. I mean, there's there's just a lot if you are void of a quarterback, there's starting quarterbacks out there to be had. By Guys the, with experience. By the way, uh, Texas A&M, Walter Nolan, former Tennessee, uh, you know, he was a high school All-American here in Tennessee. He's in the portal. He was at Texas A&M. He was highly recruited. He was a five-star defensive five star, tackle. Five-star, yes. Five-star defensive tackle. And there's portal. rumors out there that he's heading up east. Uh, I'm just saying. Okay. There we go. That's why I wanted his mic. He's working some volume. I'm just news. no. I'm yeah. just saying that was a rumor. But anyway, yeah, just beast. a rumor. But he is the portal. Just a rumor. Head of the beast. He probably won't though, because they hurt him real bad in that game. So he probably won't go up there. I mean. All right, we'll step away for the final time. Come back and wrap up Monday's edition of the McFarland Show next. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Nice bounce back by the Preds. Mm-hmm. Had a tough loss Saturday afternoon against Peter Laviolette and the New York Rangers. Had to turn right around. So, bad two-game stretch against former Preds coaches, mm-hmm. but then turned right around and went to Buffalo last night and beat the Sabres. Hey, Way to get back on the horse. So they got a win last night. Nice win for them winning 2-1. to one. They'll be in Chicago tomorrow night against the Blackhawks. Very you know cool. anything about the United Center? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Been there a few times. You have? Me too. Familiar. They got a big statue, I understand, up front. Of they some, do. Some yeah. guy named Michael Jordan. Yep. Yep. I've been there. A lot of banners 
in that building. Yes, yes. Between I, the I, Bulls and the Blackhawks. Apparently, so. they were very uh, the, the the Bulls and the Blackhawks had a couple of runs there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> apparently, so if you just look up, <laughs> just look ceiling. up and see the banners, you go, oh, they were good at one point here. Another high school football season in the books. So congratulations to all the winners out there. I got to be honest, I was surprised to see Oakland go down mm. like they did to Houston. Mm. Houston's yeah. West Tennessee, right? They are. Near Memphis, somewhere in that yes. area? Yes. Uh, Oakland's been pretty dominant for a long time. They have. And I don't, I just kind of assumed that they were in a state title game again that they were going to win. You would think. Obviously, I didn't follow Houston very closely. No. But uh, yeah, they got beat up pretty good. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Pearl Cone. How about that? First championship since 1997. Pretty cool. Congratulations to the Firebirds there uh, getting that uh, championship and bringing it home. So uh, I- I'm sure there'll be lots of ceremonies and celebrations to uh, uh, to celebrate them. That's that's a big one. That's yeah. a big one for the region. Yep. Uh, really. Uh, to get them on the, the get Nashville back on the map on that particular level of high school football is a big deal. So congratulations to them. Great win. Great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another high school football season in the books. Uh, another big win for um, Alcoa. You've heard about this? Well, yeah, I talked about it on Friday. They won nine in a row. Yes. No, yeah. Well, it's it's deeper than that. We did the numbers today in the newsroom. Alcoa has either been the champions or the runner-ups um, 45 of the last 46 years, mm-hmm. which the, is unbelievable. That's You're saying that's a pretty good run? That's a pretty good run. Yeah. That's better than the Patriots. That that is, and that's pretty. And there good. hasn't been any cheating scandals that I know of. I haven't heard of any stuffed football or pop, you know. That's a that's a few generations deflated football. It's a few generations of football there. Spying in the pre, in the press box. I haven't, I haven't heard. heard anything I haven't heard any of that stuff. Although I'm sure there's stories. Maybe, but, but I haven't Maybe. heard anything yeah. you know official. Maybe. Maybe that's the coach that concentrated on one job too for four I don't know. Are yeah. there any full time just one? Well, the Just, coach at Pearl Cone was, he's been there quite a while. Right, but he he's probably a teacher, though, probably right? teaches PE right. or something. Teaches That's what most of them do. But the he's day. there all the time. Yeah. He's not yeah. running around. Yeah. Like he's talking. Okay. I, I suspect, since they just won, that, yeah, he is. He's just concentrating on being a football coach. Oh, he's yeah. very multiple. He right now, he's going to be an escort to that trophy is where he's going to be in the next little bit. So, good for him. Congratulations, coach. Great win. Jags, Bengals tonight to finish out week 13. Jags take care of business. I would think. This is probably it for Cincinnati, right? Like, yeah. They lose. Their, I don't I know how Cincinnati's going to win any games. I know. Without Joe back, Burrow. The backup quarterback I've seen show me nothing. Jake I don't Browning. Know. They're yeah. going to win a game with Jake Browning? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're I don't think done. so either. All right. That's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of your Monday. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. At 2 o'clock, don't forget, Bill Keen will get everything started at 6 a.m. And then Greg and John at 9 o'clock. We'll see you tomorrow.